guys welcome in to the outspoken sports cast it's your host brian and craig craig what's going on brother how you doing sir i'm doing good doing good we got the sports cast edition here for you episode 180 we gotta talk about the uh, wild card weekend right off the bat here got it's time to get into the playoffs craig, craig get to the nitty and gritty here um as we got some good games this weekend and then we got the headlines of the week right after that guys stick tuned guys welcome in welcome in thanks for uh taking time out of your day to listen to the podcast if you're watching us um come on over here to youtube and connect with us live on youtube and we will pitch you on the show all right guys well we all know it's that time of year we got playoffs craig i'm super excited about it um you're probably more excited about it that your team's in it uh, can't, uh my, can't win if you don't play but <laughs> yeah my, my team is not in it so it's first time in a long time so um it's kind of nice though to watch the playoffs though without the the stress and every week if you if you win and move on then you're, you're stressed the next week going into it but uh, so i'll be able to sit back and relax and just watch football while you're chewing your nails over there as y'all play tampa bay monday night Let's go through the the, the the weekend's games here. We got Saturday game here for you, and this is probably the the worst matchup of the weekend. You got Seattle. Uh, they they play the they go to the travel to the 49ers to play at three thirty on Saturday. Um, the only hope I think that that the Seattle has to win this game is it's a divisional game, so they they know each other quite well. Divisional games end up being tighter. Then they should be, um, and they're, they're they've also got to hope that the, the the spotlight's a little too bright for Brock Purdy, and he has a bad game. And you and you need you need Geno Smith to to play like he was in the beginning of the season as well as he kind of tapered off there at the end of the season. But to me, this is an easy pick. The 49ers. 
Yeah, Ryan Sims. I tr- we tried to get him on the show tonight. He he couldn't come. He couldn't make it. He's a little under the weather, but yeah, his his birthday is Monday, and he's a Cowboys fan, so he's hoping for, um, he's hoping for that Cowboys victory. It is really hard to beat a, a team three times. It's going in, he's talking about the Seattle 49ers uh, game as the 49ers. You know, they've already swept Seattle this this year, so. Looking for third time's the charm. Um, I don't know. Do, do you? I mean, I'm guessing, Craig, that you're you're picking the 49ers, and I'm guessing that's that. I mean, what what? I mean, <clears throat> what are the what, what way can Seattle beat the 49ers? I mean, it's just I don't think it's possible. If the playoff lights and the in the in the it's different in the playoffs. The the atmosphere is different. The the he will be at home. But the only way they beat Seattle is if he just gets out there and Kurt Cousins it and and he's <laughs> down his yet. leg in the primetime spotlight. Uh, the rookie quarterback doesn't have, um, you know, deal and throws a couple picks and, and or just can't get that offense rolling like it has been. Um, I think the experience of McCaffrey, I think um, – even though he hasn't seen a lot of playoff time, you know, in, in his, um, they did make a Super Bowl run the one year, but, but, you know, for the most part, um, you just hope McCaffrey could take some, some deal off him. You hope that him getting all his weapons back, Elijah Mitchell and, and, um, Debo and all them back, uh, calms him down. But the only chance they have is if Purdy, uh, just, just kind of to, falters under the lights and and doesn't can't perform like he has performed um and i just don't see that happen and i see the 49ers rolling by probably 10 or more well, um and, and to this game the forecast is it's supposed to be raining really pretty good this game so you could get a yeah. sloppy game back and forth you could yeah. get well and that's and that's another fumbles thing. and you know yeah a couple couple turnovers i mean um Gino just hasn't been good the last month. He 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 hasn't he he started like a house of fire. He hasn't been great the last month. They backed in, uh, you know, on the win of of a Detroit team that that you know. Um. So um. Yeah. Any anybody playing the Niners would have been better than Seattle, in my opinion. All right. We both have we both have the uh that one going down as the 49ers easy one there. Um, P. Carroll knows how to coach in another way they can win. You know, I, I do have to – I went on a little apology tour earlier on this season um, about P. Carroll because I totally killed him and I totally thought this guy was uh, not very good. But uh, he's proved me wrong this year. He's, he's coming out and found a way that they can – um, they look better than, than they did when they had Russell Wilson. And um, we, we all thought when Russell Wilson left, which we saw that train wreck this season in Denver, that the Seattle, that they would just fall off, off the cliff and to have them in the playoffs is, is pretty good, especially with that division where we thought the Rams were going to be a powerhouse. We thought the 49ers could be there. Uh, we did not expect the Seattle, Seattle to be there. So um, kudos to Pete Carroll this season, but um, I, I just think it's gonna be tough for the 49ers. Now it might be closer game than we're expecting, but I'm guessing about 10 points, like Craig said, about a 10 point victory and moving on to the next round. Then that night you got the Chargers and Jaguars at 7:15, and this is an interesting game because 
the Jaguars have been they won they won five straight games. They won their last five games going into to, to the uh, end of the season to to win their division as the Tennessee Titans crumbled. Um, you got Mike Williams is out for the Chargers. He's got a fracture in his in his spine and one of his plates, I believe, and he he's, he'll probably be out the rest of the playoffs if they move on. Um, Trevor Lawrence is having the best season of his career. He's looked posed. Um, I said before the season started, we made our predictions. I said that the Chargers would make it all the way to the championship round. Well, I'm, I'm I think they end Saturday night. I think the Jaguars, um, they're playing at home. Um, I think the Jags win. I, I think they're going to roll ride that momentum. The defense actually won in the last game. That Trevor Lawrence's last game of the season did not look very good. The defense kind of got him that win. Trevor Lawrence needs to show up this game. Um, he came in with the most hype I've ever seen anybody come out of college. He's not lived up to that hype, whether it be coaching staff, whether it be um, whatever it may be, that the problems that he's dealt with, he's he got Doug Peterson in the season. He's looked better. I think this is a game where he needs to um, step in and show – Show them why they picked him. Show them that he can move on and, and, and play in big games. But I got I got the upset here, um, and I guess it's really not an upset because the Jaguars. I mean, they did win their division. The Chargers are a wild card team, but the the, the Chargers had a better record. Um, I think most would consider it an upset, but I got the Jaguars winning this game on on Saturday night. Um, as we all know, I haven't really hidden from the fact that I don't trust <laughs> Trevor Lawrence uh, yeah. any farther than I can throw him. And, and it showed trifold in on, on Saturday night. Uh, he looked horrible and um, the defense bails him out at the last minute. And, and, um, but Mike Williams being out is a big loss. And um, to be honest with you, um, San Diego's quarterback. I've loved him for from from day one. Uh, I think it's the real deal in in Justin Herbert, but he hasn't he hasn't proven himself either. Yeah. The kid basically can't get over five hundred. He takes one step forward and two steps back, and and is is basically right at or just under five hundred for his career. And um, so I I think. Home field advantage plays a, a a dividend, and I think the the Jags win a close one. Um, but but I mean, I could see it going either way. Yeah, um, I definitely could see it going either way. Mike Williams will be, is a big this one. This will be the biggest, the the closest contested game of the weekend. Um, other than maybe Dallas Tampa, um, because well, see, everything see the, else is going to be a, a runaway freight train. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll get into those. Because I'm not sure we're, we'll be on the same page. But this will be I, the best game Saturday. This will be the this will be the best game, game probably of the weekend. Now, if you want to include Monday night, then that could be a, a, a that's a next week. Tight deal. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's next week. Of the of the regular Saturday Sunday matchups, this will be the game that is the best. Watch it from start to finish. Right. Um, Ryan, I don't, be I don't believe Doug Peterson should be coach of the year. No, 
it's barely above five hundred. It'll be either Making... Sirianni or or if he didn't struggle so bad going down the stretch, the guy from Miami would have McDaniel's would have you know um, ran away with it. But um, I it's think it'd probably be Sirianni. My yeah. and maybe coach, even and maybe even Dayball for the Giants. Uh, Making speaking a that's that's the my that's with, my coach of the that, year. With that trash, uh, yeah, Ryan. Roster. He's but he started two and seven, so that's also on him. You can't just forfeit the two and seven and think about the last part of the season. He started two and seven for a reason. I, I think it's Brian Dayball. We we got a team here that looked absolutely didn't know what football was last season in the Giants. They they looked absolutely lost, and he's got this team to the playoffs in a in the in. Record-wise, the toughest division in the NFL this season. So I, I got to give it to Brian Dayball, but it's probably going to go to Sirianni, and he deserves it too. He's fourteen and three; it's a great record. Giants, all right. Hey, watch your language, sir. <laughs> um, they got to the playoffs in the tough division, so you can't tell me they're you can't argue that they're bad. Now I do think they're frauds. I don't think they're talented, but that's that that proves that the coach is doing his job. Getting more out of his talent, right? Talk about the fraud game of the weekend. You kind, yeah, you kind of proved my point there, Ryan. The Giants aren't very talented, and this coach took them above and beyond and got them to the playoffs. Coach of the year, in my opinion, the fraud bowl over there. (laughs) Um, yep, that is definitely the fraud bowl. We'll get into that after the next game. We got Sunday, Sunday night or Sunday uh, football. We got Miami at Buffalo at twelve o'clock. Now, this was going to be a fantastic football game. But Tua has another concussion. Except and for Tua can't stay off the probably field. Won't, stand, he probably won't. Can't stay the hospital. He probably won't uh, play the rest of the season. Obviously, they're probably going to lose. I have the Bills winning this game. I think it's a runaway. I think the Bills smoke them. Um, this is probably the worst game to watch this weekend. Um, because I think the backup for Jet for Baltimore is better than the backup for Miami. But. Um, Bill should run away with this. Um, what's his What's his face is going to be at the game? Oh, uh, Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin's going to be at the game. Get him extra motivation. They're going to go in there and they're just going to slaughter the Miami Dolphins. And I f- I feel really bad for they're Mike win Daniels. By Forty. Um, it's going to be a bloodbath. Yes. Not as not not as not like a TCU bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> and Georgia, but uh, it'll be pretty bad uh, football and probably where they're going to ha- be able to rest Josh Allen by the fourth quarter uh, of this football game. Um, yeah, I, it, I, it, I don't, it, no that will be away. the most under- entertaining game of the weekend. Um, if Miami pulls like, off. Oh, yeah. It, it, and and the, the, the first game he played, the, the first game he played, Skyler – Thompson didn't look bad. Uh, the game he played against the Jets, either the Jets have a really, 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 really good defense, or that kid is overwhelmed by the NFL because he looked horrible, and they couldn't get any separation. And and so I was really hoping at least Bridgewater would play, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be not good. Huh. How do you think Miami fans feel about their new head coach? Because me and you, we like him, but 
they've got to get past this concussion thing. They've got to get past. This has been the most bizarre um, start to a franchise from a new head coach. As far as that, I, I, this is it's been a crazy year for the Miami Dolphins. And I just, do you think they're liking them? Do you think they're, they don't like them? I, 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 I don't know. Kind of hard to sell when you finish. The, yeah, when you finish I mean, the, you know, uh, mediocre. They liked him when they were seven and two, but then to not win a game in December. And I'm not sold that Tua doesn't hang it up and walk away. Uh, I, I don't. No way he does that. There's no way he does that. Just a desire to play. I mean, I don't think understand don't, that. But Aikman had eight in his whole career, and Tua had four this season, and one of them was bad enough. No, he had four. Well, Green Bay. Well, one of them wasn't. He finished the game and didn't didn't recognize yeah. it. Um, yeah. one of them he had to leave in an ambulance and was looked to be not well and and so i mean i at some point when they when when he had that concussion people uh, uh, doctors and and experts were saying he needs to not play again and now he's had at least one more if not two since then and and they they discovered this one by watching film on monday and he didn't remember any of the plays he was watching, they're like, "Well, that's you. That's clearly your jersey. Like you were there. I didn't do any of that, I, you know." And and so when it gets to that point, and you literally don't remember where you're at, and can't remember a whole quarter of a football game, at, at some point, the money and the the how bad I want to has to go away. I think two is back next season. I don't think I don't. Ryan says they might two might be forced to, and, and unless the medical doctor sets sets them down and says, "Hey, that you could die here on the field." Literally, um, I don't think I don't. I, he'll be back next year. My in, in my opinion, if Tom Brady doesn't go there, but that's just a rumor we're hearing um, at a rumor mill this time of year. But they were talking to him the other day about Tua. Does he? he they were talking about how he doesn't know how to fall and protect himself and tuck yeah. his head and any of that. Yeah. He just falls and just wham, like what? That that tackle that we made that Green Bay made, and he kind of got tackled from behind and fell and he just falls like this. Not, I don't know. It was weird. It yeah, just weird to me. But um, Tom will be a Raider. Could be. Um, we got the fraud bowl. Up at the midday 3.30 game, the Giants travel to Minnesota to play. These are two frauds. Um, Minnesota's a fraud. The Giants are frauds. The last time they played each other, Minnesota needed a 61-yard field goal to win this game. Um, Dayball, like I just talked about, it has got the Giants playing pretty tough this season, playing a lot better than we thought they were. I never thought that Daniel Jones would be a mid-pack quarterback because he's always, to me, been bottom of the – Bottom of the barrel, pretty much. Um, I got the Giants winning this one. I think they go in. I think they pull an upset. I think Minnesota, um, Kirk Cousins, standalone game, not 12 o'clock. I think they're going to be able to get to, to Kirk Cousins with, with Thibodeau there. Um, I just think Brian Dayball's got this team ready to run through 
a wall. And I don't think Minnesota's ready. They're frauds. I'm telling you, frauds. They finish with a negative run differential, I think negative six at the end of the day. Um, the Cowboys washed this team, okay, 40-3. to three. It was probably the most dominant performance of, of the season, honestly, by, by the Cowboys. But uh, I got the Giants winning this game and sending Minnesota packing. This could completely derail any chance the Cowboys have of advancing anywhere. Um, and that's why Minnesota needs to win this football game. No, I don't care about the Giants. I definitely want to face them. But the if they win, they would automatically go to Philly, and <sighs> we would have to go to San Francisco, and I want no part of that juggernaut. I, no, I want, you do not. I, I want to wait until at that. least the NFC Championship to, you know, because yep. then, everybody, then everybody will at least be off the – NFC Championship, you haven't checked that box in 30 years, Jerry. So, um, and I think that he hasn't checked that, a lot of boxes in 30 years, but yeah, yeah. And I and so I think they can beat the Eagles because I think Jalen Hurts is hurt more than he's leading on to be. The reports are coming out now that that shoulder is not right. So, um, so anyhow, uh. But I see, I see very easily how the Giants can win this football game. But I think, I think Minnesota has enough to get it done and gets it done. Um, they definitely got the talent. I mean, this, to me, um, I, I, I'm going to pick Minnesota, and and um, and I'm going to pick that only because that's what I need to happen to make my path easier. Not, not. Because I think that the that Kirk Cousins is is a great quarterback and is going to go in and and win the playoffs and and everything like that. I have no faith in in Captain Wet the Bed when when the lights come on in the playoffs or any other big game ever. Um, so um, if he wants to to shed that stipulation, go out there and and beat the Giants by you know double digits and and that might help but um so um yeah so i'm gonna go with the vikings on this and and just hope and hope and pray that 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 the vikings do that because i want to go play philly and don't want any part of the brock purdy juggernaut 40 point well, I, I i i don't really want philly either but out of my two choices that nice. is that is the least of the least of the evils Brian says, I agree with you, Brian, but I think you got your divisional hate. Uh, you, uh, yes. I, I, Minnesota is my – the rivals, they talk about They talk about Chicago or the Lions. It's not. It's Minnesota. They've been the most relevant team in our division other than Green Bay, and the Bears are so bad. Well, you Ryan's, can't call really it getting, a, Ryan's really getting hopeful over here. He's like, let's just let the Seahawks and the Giants win, and we can just have home games. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> Well, he, he tapped it off there with the with a pipe dream. Yeah, so, that's. Yeah. Um, I would love that to happen, but that would be fantastic for you guys, but not for me. I don't want that to happen one bit. Now, the game that evening, another game that if both teams had their quarterbacks, well, sorry, if Baltimore had their running back, then uh, it would be a good game. But they yeah, don't. Yeah, it would be a better game. I still think Cincinnati would win, but yes, but. Jackson's Jackson's out for this game. Um, 
And there's some fishy stuff going on, Craig. And I'm going to bring this up real quick. And Ryan, I want your opinion on this. I, I think I texted you about this the other day. Fishy is an understatement, by the way. Fishy is a big understatement. First of all, yesterday, yesterday or today, Jackson came out publicly and announced his injury. Why would you do that? Your teams like to keep that stuff hidden, right? Until game day, you like to keep the other team thinking, oh, Jackson might be playing, might not. He comes out and says, yeah, thanks for your thoughts and prayers. I'm not, I'm out. I can't play. My knee's still hurt. Like, what? What? So they, I think it was yesterday, they announced that he's not playing. My biggest thing with this is he's got a an injury that Zeke Elliott, I believe the same injury Zeke Elliott had with his knee, right? It is. It's, it's, it's just it's, if you different. look at it, if you look at it, the the grade, I think Zeke's was one or is, or, or or slightly two into the two lower two, and he's saying his is two on the on the brink of three. So even if you double it though, say say it's grade three. Even if you double it, you're looking at four to five weeks, and he's been out well past that. Um, and and he, it's just well, the knee is is swollen and not structurally sound, but I'm not going to do anything about it. Uh, and and he's not coming up, getting a whole lot of treatment, and the coach doesn't know yeah. what's going on. It, this is this is all the way around. I do, uh, and I understand it. It's a business decision. But it looks really crappy. You got an injury that that um, a running back missed two to three games, one to two games on. You got an injury that you could go out there. You you're going to tell me that you can't go out there and out out throw, not outrun, out throw your backup quarterback Huntley. That's an indictment on on Lamar Jackson. You're because if you can't go out there and 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 play without running the football, then then you don't. I you're not a quarterback. He doesn't throw the ball well. I'm not a big fan of Lamar Jackson, if you guys couldn't tell. I like he's electric. He's not a great quarterback. And if you if you can't you, t- you cannot tell me that his going out there and just purely throwing the football will be better than Huntley. Because if it if it's if it's not, then that's an indictment on himself saying I'm not that great of a quarterback. Or he just he's just refusing to play for this team. It just it's not a good look for this team. It's not a good look that that in the locker room. Um, hey, our quarterback who the Ravens have come out and said we think he can play, um, it's not a good look all around. I honestly think they're headed for a separation, in my opinion. And Ryan says Lamar won't risk his knee because he hasn't been paid. It's a business decision, but it's the Ravens' fault. Should have got the deal done. I don't think it's the Ravens' fault. You have a contract. You 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 play through that contract. The Ravens probably think like like. My my thing with Lamar Jackson is is he ever going to get you good enough to win a Super Bowl? Then my point is no, he's not. Maybe they don't think he can. If if you if you don't think your quarterback, yes, Lamar is a running back. If you don't think your quarterback is good enough to get you to the Super Bowl, there's no point of paying him. I get it. You can say, what's next? What are the other options they got? I understand that. But if you don't think he's the guy, and you're limited on offense on what plays you can call because he can't throw the ball very well. Then I wouldn't sign him either. But it's just a really bad look for Baltimore, and I I think uh, it's just not good. It's not good for 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 locker room. It's not good for um, for the fan base. It's it, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he's he's representing himself here. Um, they're paying other guys. Like 
Um, no, they they probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't. I get it's a business decision. I understand that. But we're talking about the playoffs here. We're talking about um, an injury that he should have been back by now. We're talking about – we're not just talking about a running back. We're talking about a quarterback who should be back, be able to take a three-step drop and throw the ball without uh, a healthy 100% knee. And if he, if he was to gut it, who knows? Maybe they do. Maybe he comes, plays through an injury. They win if they come close to being the Bengals or whatever, and they 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 end up paying him. But at the end of the day, I don't think you sitting out and your team's your team's already mad at you is going to get you paid. Anyways, I I mean I don't know, but it's a terrible look. As a fan, are you are you are you fine? Are you are you fine with um, your quarterback sitting out just to prove a point in the playoffs? Let me ask you that question, because I'm not. You're a family man. What's more important, setting your family up for life or winning a playoff game? Well, I'm not a football player. I'm not a football player, Ryan. So. I'm gonna take the money all day long, but I'll take what is Lamar what is Lamar getting paid right now? I'll take that money he's getting paid right now, because that'll probably set me up for life. So you can't really ask that's not really a fair question to ask, because I haven't seen the kind of money that Lamar is making. It's just not a good look. Would you would you be okay if Dak had an injury? Um would you be okay if Dak had an injury? And said, I didn't get my contract. I'm going to sit out. I'm sitting out the playoffs. I don't know. That's just the way I see it. And I get it. I get the business decision. I just think it's a crappy look. I don't know about you, Craig. What do you, I mean, it's it. The bottom I mean, line is you hit it is, is he's representing himself. So yeah. he is the agent. He is the deal. He's running this deal, and and I fully believe this is. I told you this a couple weeks ago that I that I felt he was gonna hold this over the Ravens' head and use it as leverage in a in a contract dispute, and I think it leads to him not being the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens next year. Uh, I think that it has driven a wedge between him and and ownership and him and um, the head coach. The head coach doesn't know what's going on. They ask him, and and he's at the press conference going, I don't know, haven't seen Lamar. I haven't yeah. talked to Lamar. No um, going on. And and so uh it's making it's making him look stupid. It, it's making the, the organization look stupid. And um it's gonna cost him any chance at even remotely advancing into the deal. Cost him a chance at to win in the division because he sat out the last five weeks and they, they couldn't win games that, that to put any kind of pressure on Cincinnati. Um so now they have to play this game on the road and and um, I, I just think I think Lamar's time in in Baltimore has has come to an end, and honestly, I don't think he gets a long term deal. He probably gets a one or two year deal from somebody because of all this. I um, think so too. I I, I, think I just don't Ravens... see anybody going long term um, at all. So um, it'd be very We've interesting seen... to see the off season. 
we've seen this 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 show before. These type of quarterbacks, they don't win Super Bowls. We've seen it. Um, they're limited. He's limited on on his passing. Look, look, look Michael Vick is the same is is a carbon copy of Lamar Jackson, except Le- Michael Vick had a better arm. And that's why I say Hurts mm-hmm. won't ever mm-hmm. and, yeah. win the and, and, game. And and that's why Cam Newton he led him to the Super Bowl, but but in the Super Bowl he got exposed. Um, Cam Newton to me one of the most overhyped quarterbacks in the history of football. So so. Overhyped. Anybody that uses their – that's why Tim Tebow didn't do well in the NFL. And, and the the running, that's why your, your quarterbacks from Ohio State, your Justin Fields and all these, they never do well because they're, they're, they're run first and pass later. And, and um, that's why these quarterbacks from these pro-style offenses, the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's, the Drew Brees's um, – they they succeed and these running guys that, they, that do running and options and, and triple options and stuff like that do not and they, and they pay they they succeed and they play for twenty some they play for twenty years eighteen yeah. years seventeen and, years and I mean Bill Polian who who was in Indy who was a scout and 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 the GM and over there in Indy for a long time. When Lamar Jackson came out, he said he's nothing more than than he should play a slot receiver or he should play running back because he's not a, a NFL quarterback. And that has been brought up and made fun of and and talked about for years to come. Uh, uh, the year he won the MVP, they were you know, well take that, Bill Polian. How was that for just being a, a glorified running back? And and so he had one good season. But other than that, um, and that was with Hollywood Brown. And and if you you now that he doesn't have any kind of top tier wide receivers, he is nothing more than your swing back, basically. Yeah. So um, I, I don't think they win, and I don't think Lamar comes back at, and and is the quarterback in Baltimore next year. And, and see, Ryan, that question you asked me about Family Man earlier and all that, and, and what's fair or whatever. Fifteen million is for me. Is that's gonna set me up for life? So it's not not a fair question. But Ryan says Justin Fields and Lamar can win a ship, a fantasy ship. You're exactly right. Justin Fields. Uh, they said this year, you take away his rushing, he is literally the worst passing quarterback in the NFL. That is not a guy I'm signing up for long term. No. If the Bears are smart, they especially draft especially with what you're having to pay the quarterback market right now. The the quarterback market is forty forty five million dollars and a year, and and you're yeah, going yeah, to have year. to and and you're going to have to pay that to a guy who who isn't a quarterback and um I I can't do it and and I wouldn't do it and so therefore I don't think he's going to be there so uh, that's just my my deal yeah I think that'll I, be I, the worst I, game one of the worst two I think both that and the the uh, Buffalo game will be the worst two of the weekend and the Bengals are a team who have finished on fire um they are one of the best teams in the in the, in the NFL they could win the Super Bowl so we'll see but we both had the Bengals uh winning this this easy game and now Monday night this is the the game to me that was the hardest to pick. I was going back and forth all day long on this game. 
on who I thought was going to win. Let's get into it here. The Dallas Cowboys will play Tampa 7-15 Monday night. Um, when you look at these two teams, Dallas Cowboys, are they're the better football team. I don't think that's really hard to see. So you might be saying, well, if they're the better team, then that should be an easy pick. Well, it's not because the Dallas Cowboys tend to pull – the Dallas Cowboys and and they don't play well. Uh, they shoot themselves in the foot all the time, and you you just never know which Dallas Cowboys team is going to show up. So Tom Brady is seven and zero against Dallas. Lifetime, he's never lost. Um, never lost. Never lost. <laughs> I want that as a drop on here, so we can just click it. Never lost. Um, I don't think they've met. I don't think they've they've never met in the playoffs. But that's just in the regular season. Obviously, the Bucks haven't looked like themselves. Tom Brady hasn't played all that great this season. Um, they a division who, which we thought they could sleepwalk into, they they barely won it. Um, there's and there's what's what's mind-boggling is basically the same team. They do have some injuries. They do have some offensive line injuries, but they've got the same talent on wide receivers. They've got a pretty good – they got the same defense. Leonard Fournette hasn't ran on anybody this season except the Dallas Cowboys in game one. He rushed for like 130 yards, and he has not gotten over like 75 over anybody else all year. So they're really missing the rushing game. Um, what are some keys, Craig, before we get to our picks? What are some keys for the Dallas Cowboys in, in, in winning this football game? Um. Stop the opposite side of the field that Trayvon Diggs is not on. <laughs> Everything um, over there. Yeah. I mean, be able to cover somebody rather than cover your eyes from a scary movie. Um, you, you've got to put pressure on Brady. You've got to you move him off his spots. You can't let these guys run run the long routes. You're going to have to keep keep the ball in front of you. Keep it. You can't let let. Godwin and and Evans run down the field and run nine routes all day long. That's how they beat um, Carolina. Is is Evans just went in the huddle and said, "I can beat that guy." You five, give Tommy Boy over here three seconds to let us to let us get this play developed, and we'll win the game. And they did. And um, but Tampa has not. Carolina showed you the the blueprint for three and a half quarters. Make them move the ball up and down the field. Don't don't go for it on fourth down when you're when you're on the thirty. Don't don't give them short fields. Don't give them deal. Make them drive the entire field because they haven't done it all year. This offense has been anemic. It has been seventeen averaging seventeen points a game, if that. Um, even in the Carolina game with with two two three bombs at the end of the game, they only put up a little over twenty. Um, they they said today that they are the last place in the league in explosive yes. plays. They don't yes. throw the ball over 20, 20 yards. They don't have running back that, that can make big runs. So so keep the running back between the tackles and keep everything of you and put some pressure on Brady. And I think you should win the football game. Uh, you know, um, I, I think you don't want to get you don't want to get in the track with these guys. You don't want to get in the the. I want to give the ball to Tom with a, a minute and eight seconds left and see if he can drive 
80 yards because he will every time. This game needs to be out of hand. This game by the fourth quarter needs to be double digits, and it needs to just be done, or else Dallas is in trouble. If you let him hang around and you give him an opportunity at the end of the game, he will somehow, some way, wave his 45-year-old magic Tom Brady wand, (laughs) and he will stick it in you, and you will lose the game. And so if you want to know how the, the, the blueprint is, is make them go the length of the field every time. Put them deep in the thing, punt. I don't go. I understand McCarthy has been Riverboat Ron Jr. over here and wanting to go for it on fourth downs and prove that he can do it. No. Take your loss, punt the ball, make them go the length of the field. Every drive they have to go. Their average starting position needs to be the the 15 or 20, and they need to go 80 yards every time. And I don't think they can do that. They didn't do that week one. They, they struggled to move the ball week one, and then you gave them some short fields, and, and they did it. And and so if you want to know the blueprint to beat in Tampa, it's make them drive the field. And if they do that, I think Dallas wins. Some keys I got here. I, I got some keys for Dallas that, um, one, you already mentioned is pressure, Brady. You got to get pressure. Um, two is the Cowboys got to get the rushing game going. They have not been able to run the ball very well the, last, the end of the season. They've they've struggled. Tony Pollard's been hurt, banged up. Uh, you just got Zeke, and Zeke is okay, but, you know, he's, he's not the old Zeke. Yeah, time of and, possession will, will definitely – Tom Brady yeah. can't beat you if he doesn't have the ball. And they can't um, – they can't. They got to stop the rushing attack, and and Leonard Fournette's been not doing anything this season. The only, like I said, last time was game one against you guys, but it's a long way from game one. I, I think they struggled to move the ball um, on, on on the on the rushing, and it's going to be on Tom Brady to throw the ball a lot. And he's forty five years old. I'm just not sure they can pull it off. Um, I have the Dallas Cowboys. Winning this game, I was going back and forth because it depends on what Cowboys show up. Um, is Dak Prescott going to throw an interception or two interceptions this game? Um, is Micah Parsons going to show up this game? He's been missing. Um, this to me, and I'm going to say it now, this to me is a prove-it game for Dak. I've said this season's a prove-it season. He has good numbers. He's thrown too many interceptions. Um, yes, I know half of those were his receivers, so don't jump down my throat in there. But he's, he's thrown a lot of interceptions. He needs to prove himself here in the playoffs. Um, but I got Dallas winning this game, and I think it's a close one. Uh, Ryan says the Cowboys will win 31-20. to 20. Um, He says, do we think Dan Quinn has something up his sleeve? I, I, I'm not sure. Dan Quinn's – I think Dan Quinn's great defensive coordinator. Um I think you're going to see the main thing. I think you. I think you're going to see him dial up more blitzes. I really yes. do. I think right up the middle. See too. him. That's where. I, 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 that's where Brady doesn't like. He doesn't like hands in his face. And I think you're going to see some stunts. I think you're going to see some stuff dialed up. And I think, especially on early downs, to try to put him behind the chains. I think you're going to see Dallas. Dallas really up the blitz and move Micah around. And and try to get some some pressure and, on, on and Brady. Van Esch, being having Van Esch back and he's a very have everybody I, lined he's a up. very underrated yeah. linebacker. He's played really well this season for you guys. When he's on the field, there's a difference in his defense and having him back there so Micah can blitz is huge for you guys. 
Um, I do think we see some blitzes up the middle. You can have Micah Parsons right there in the center's face, ready to go when they snap the ball. Um, I, I, I think he's got some. He'll probably have some special blitz packages for for Tom Brady, and because Tom Brady is going to get the ball out in in, in in no time. I mean, it's going to be seconds, um, and you just got to hope that your you've got to hope that your cornerback that can't guard anybody out there it can hold on for dear life all game long for a couple seconds. Yeah, but. Um. Yeah, LV uh, is back. Run stopper has Hankins is back, and our center is back. So that's the good thing is you're getting healthy at the right time. And um, like I said, if, if Dak Prescott that that we know can play um, shows up and 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 his defense shows up, then I don't think you'll have any problem with Tampa Bay uh, moving forward. I agree. Uh, I mean, I. No. You, Brian said, would you play P- Parsons and Mike more this game? Why wouldn't you not, Craig? Um, because Vander Esch sets the, the guys up where they belong. And when you've missed him this game, um, he, he's, he, he's, I mean, him not playing middle linebacker has shown what, what, that's four, and um, it, it, Parsons is never the mic. He's he's the he's the outside linebacker. Even when he plays linebacker, he's the outside guy, and and uh, pass coverage and and everything like that. He doesn't he doesn't ever play the middle. So um, to waste him, you need him. You need him doing what he's done all season. You need his hand, and you need him rushing off the edge, and yeah. you need you're going to need him. Um, Leonard Fournette has got 75 receptions, I think, this year. And you're going to need somebody of Micah's speed and, and, and ability to chase down from the backside um, those little swing passes because they love running that um, is that screen pass to, to Fournette. And, and so, no, I would not. I would put him right where he was and, and let these other guys handle the business. He, yeah, I would have him blitzing on the D end all night long, and you could add some stunts in there where he's he's curving back into the middle of the field if if that center is 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 their weak link. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if that's if they want to do that, if they want to do that on a play or two, that's fine. But I don't want him there permanently. I don't want him there the whole game. I don't know. This is that's a quite that's a conversation for you Cowboys fans. Because if that's the case, um, and and he's done that before when he lines up there, Brady's going to know it's coming. He's going to point right at him, and he's going to have the 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 blockers roll to that to that deal. So, um, you know, if that's the only time he plays the mic is when he blitzes. Is they're going to know that Brady's going to catch up on that? I mean, Brady's watched all the film, so he's going to know that. And he'll call it out in an instant. Um, it'll be interesting to see. It really will be. All right, guys. Well, that is the uh, that is the playoff section uh, for the Saturday this weekend, the Sunday and Monday. We got three days there of, of good football. Um, some games. I, I wish the quarterbacks were healthy so we could have a full fledged um, a full fledged. Uh, playoffs of, of great quarterback play and and it's kind of crazy if you look at the quarterbacks 
from the AFC. They're a lot better. <laughs> They're a gauntlet of quarterbacks compared to the NFC. So pretty interesting. Um, let's see. Who? It, oh, he meant Micah. Micah won first team all pro linebacker last year and edge this year. Should he go for safety? Yeah, he's fast, man. He's fast. He covered uh what's that there, there's a play last year where he, he saw a guy uncover and just chased him down and <laughs> covered him. Um absolute beast. But he's been playing healthy and he's gotta show up this game, Ryan. I don't think he showed up the last couple games of the season, but um that's just me. All right, guys, we got the headlines. Right after this. Speaking of playoffs, yes. Playoffs? I love that. I love that. What, who's that coach for the Lions? It playoffs? Mora. You want to talk about Jim playoffs? Mora. I love that. Um we got a new playoff rule, and I love it. Oh, God. It's about time. If 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 this rule was implemented a couple years ago, Green Bay probably moves on in the playoffs, but we never got the chance. Um, both teams will have a possession no matter what. The first team cannot end the game in the playoffs in the overtime uh, with a touchdown. So it's, it, it, it used to be if the first team scored a touchdown, game was over. If you held up to a field goal, you got a chance to match or score a touchdown. Now both teams will get possession no matter what. Um, if the first team scores a touchdown and you go down and score a touchdown and it's tied, after that, it's sudden death. So I really love this move. It gives both quarterbacks a chance chance for the football. It would give the Bills a chance to to play. Um, last year, it would give Allen um, the, the ball in his hands and have a chance to answer the Patrick Mahomes of that defense. Um. I love this move, but by the by the NFL, and I think it should be that way in the regular season as well. And and sorry, Ryan, but Des did not catch it. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, you've got to like it. I think it makes for for more exciting football, um, especially playoff football in overtime. Yeah, I think the reason they don't do it in the regular season is because I think then it stimulates more. There's a very big, way bigger chance it ties. Um, if, if you know, a team drives down and takes six minutes because you only put 10 minutes on the clock. Yeah. So so if, you, if a team takes five or six minutes and drives down and scores a touchdown and then the other team comes back and scores one and a tie rather than – yeah, I don't think you have – enough time for three and four possessions, you know? So I think the reason they do it in, in playoff is because there is no clock. There is no end of the game until somebody wins. So you can do it in a playoff format, whereas you would just be stimulating more ties in the regular season format. I think that's my opinion. I like it for the playoffs. I don't know if I would like it for the regular season. Just for that aspect, because ties yeah. really ties really throw a monkey wrench into things in the standings. Uh, Ryan says college OT is better than NFL OT, and I do not agree with that. I hate the college OT. I think it's dumb. 
you get the ball at the 25, you're playing a really short field. And then at one point, if they can't settle it there, they go to two point conversions. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, um, that I cannot stand college OT. No. Yeah. It, it, it seven overtimes, eight overtimes. And, and, um, you finally got to go for two and, and, you know, uh, it, it's, it's the two point conversions. What get me? I'm like, this, this is stupid. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth. Overtime should just be another. I think it's fine to give them 10 minutes and whoever's the winner at the end of 10 minutes is fine. I, I mean, I mean, I don't have any problem with, with that, but, but there shouldn't be ties in football and I can't stand the, I mean, a lot of people like the college overtime. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with it, but the NFL, I'd, I would do from the 50 yard line and, and you get your drive and the other team gets their driving. And we'll see what happens, but going for yeah, definitely not the twenty just, or twenty-five. I mean, yeah, just in an NFL football game, that's that's points all day long. <clears throat> all right, Sean McVay. We talked about it on Tuesday. I, I called him out and called him a coward. What a coward move that was to not want to stick around for the rebuild after dismantling the football team to win a Super Bowl. Sean McVay has come um, said that he's going to. Reports are saying that he's going to come back and be the head coach of the Rams. And I think that is um, – that's good for the Rams, obviously. He's very young. Um, I just – it wasn't a good look to me that he was going to get Matthew Stafford to come here, tell him all the things he can do for him. They win a Super Bowl, and because they have a bad year, he's kind of like, I don't want to stick around for a rebuild. It's just not yeah. – that's not uh, fair to for the, for the organization. But um, good for him. I, to me, it just makes it – it makes it seem like he just wanted the attention, right? Why would you say anything if, if, if at the end of the day, and this was like, this was like two weeks later. This wasn't like he drugged this out for months. It was two weeks later. We heard the report last week, and this week he's saying, "I'm going to stick around." To me, it's like you don't think you know. You think you could have just kept that to yourself and just decided to show up to your job next year. I don't he probably, know. he probably heard the, the, the scuttle. He probably heard the, the, everybody making, you know, we weren't, we weren't the only ones. I mean, everybody was making the same kind of comments of, of you banning your team and, and um, yeah, everything like that. So he probably heard it and, you know, maybe he thought he had an inside track to one of these other jobs and, and found out that he didn't or, or you'll never know the real reason, but, or but, maybe, maybe he, He's to put it out there to see how the, the yeah. bad publicity yeah, yeah, is going to yeah, be. Yeah, said, maybe I'll come back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or, or to see if he got an immediate an immediate offer from somebody. You know, maybe there he had a job in mind and thought he might get an immediate offer if he threw his threw his name out there and he, he, when nobody came and bit or nobody offered him or whatever, then he just decided, nah, it's fine. We're just going to go back to, to what we were doing. Um, either way, it's it's good um, if if – now, um, you know, the quarterback that so you said the other night, he was coming back, and now um, McVay's back. So um, I, I think Baker will start next year. I, I 110% agree that Baker Makefield. Are you talking might... about just starting the season because Stafford's shoulder ain't ready? Or are you, just, or, or are you talking about just starting? Like I said, I'm not sold that Ma- – even though he said he's coming back, I'm not sold that Matthew Stafford's going to gonna... – Playing Matthew, more football. Matthew Stafford's a quarterback. That's that's that would be asinine if he comes back after a Super Bowl year. If he's healthy. 
That, if health, that, he's already that, said he's coming back, so we know that. I, there's no way they start Baker Mayfield over Matthew Stafford. I think Matthew. Oh, I think I Baker know. Mayfield could play a backup. Yeah. No, he didn't. Baker was the same old. Baker did not do anything special. He had one good game where everyone was so crazy because he he had like, two, um, like six what? minutes notice. Six minutes notice. Yeah, that to me was it. He did not come out and, and prove to me that he is. No, he a, had Van Jefferson running down the sidelines wide open, and he couldn't make the throw. Yeah, he he he, um, he telegraphed it. He hits the the roof of the of the SoFi Stadium out there and and throws it to Quadre Diggs because he can't throw the ball on the line. See, and to he get intercepted it out to the, the wide ball, receiver, and he he pointed right at the linebacker, right at the the whole how that wasn't fifteen <laughs> yards, I'll never know. Pointed right. it right at the whole bench and went ha ha, ha. Um, right at the whole bench. Well, let me let me. McVeigh is a quarterback whisperer. Let me let me let me say something here because I'm not sure if this is true. Jerry Goff's balling in the, with the Lions. What happened to Goff and, and, and why was he doing? I mean, they did go to the Super Bowl. Yes, granted, that was more of the defense, but they didn't think he was good enough to win. But he's balling out over there and, and scoring. You know, pretty good, playing pretty good with the Lions, and, they, and they're like, "This is our guy." Um, that would be my only question mark on him. And then he went out and got Stafford, who we all believed had the talent, but was just on the Lions. So he comes over, plays with a better roster, a better defense, and they win a Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I, I don't. The wait, wait, are you saying Jared Goff when he went to the Lions? They weren't their number. If they're number one offense, it's because of Jared Goff. Because he was with the Lions. <laughs> Stafford never won a playoff game because he was with the Lions. They barely made the playoffs. And when they did, they played y'all and they didn't get the pass interference call that one time. But that's beside the point. Um he goes well, over did. with the. They did get it. Then we just picked the flag up. Yeah, they picked the flag up and said that yeah. wasn't. Golf had it, but then they went to the Super Bowl. But he also had. A, he also the Rams have also had a great defense. Golf goes over to the Lions with no defense, and they almost make the playoffs this year. Now, granted, they, I'm telling them they weren't slobber knockers, but their offense was was perfectly fine. Um, Stafford, who already had the talent, goes over on a on what you just said was the number one offense at the time and a great defense. Oh, we we could debate this off. We could debate this another time. But I I'm not I'm not saying I don't like Mavey. I just don't know if he's a quarterback whisperer, is what I'd say. But. Derek Carr, next headline. Derek Carr says an emotional goodbye to the Raiders fans as he, he will be let go at some point. Um, I feel bad for Derek Carr because he's a good guy. You see his, his interviews. You see the way he handles himself. You see how his head coach got fired from John Gruden over some um, very bad, bad emails. And... Instead of coming up there and calling him out, he's like, I'm going to pray for that man. Hope he gets all the, you know, I hope he goes and, and reflects upon himself and he's not 
he's not um you know up there trying to bash him he's just a good guy and he wanted he wanted to bleed and die a raider um <clears throat> where <laughs> what what's your opinion before we answer that question for Ryan what's your opinion on Carr because he is a good middle of the pack quarterback He's not great. He's not terrible. He is middle of the pack, 12 to 15. Some years he could be number 11, maybe 10. And some years he's 16. Like it isn't, you know, it's just a lot of people think Carr's been completely trash. I don't believe that, but I don't think he's good enough to get your team to where you want them to go. Um, be real interested to see how he does this because he can make this very difficult um on on the Raiders. He has a full no trade clause. And oh wow. If he wants to do this, the the deal, he could just veto everything that they do and and force them to cut him and go where he wants to go. So the Raiders are going to have to do bright by Derek Carr or they're going to get nothing in return for him. Um, so if I'm Carr and that's how they did me over the course of the year, then I just veto everything unless it's the the, the one place I want to go. Um, I don't know if Carr has that kind of vindictiveness in him. He hasn't shown that up to I this point. Does. But... Um, I've heard Washington. I've heard that that uh, Ron Rivera and him would would do marvelous together. And with those weapons that that you have there, you have um, Dodson and and McLaurin, and then Brian Robinson will not be hopefully shot in the leg. Um, so yeah, so he, he'll have a full off season to to deal. So that could be a very good spot for him. Um, you, you wonder if um, Rogers Adams reunite. Rogers Adam reunite. They just swap quarterbacks, uh, and he goes to Green Bay. I hope they I hope said not. something about New England, but a very good point was made today that this was his worst statistical year in that New England system because McDaniel's is the, the the deal and and so while they're going to look for a new offensive coordinator in New England that system that they've been running for years is one that that Derek Carr did not succeed very well in and you don't have a lot of weapons up there so it'll be very interesting to see what he does and how he handles this um and, and Ryan said Carr the Packers cuz green cuz Aaron Rodgers might want to reunite with Devontae Adams and Devontae Adams only went there to be with Derek Carr. Um, I I don't want to trade a mediocre quarterback for a mediocre quarterback. That doesn't make sense to me. So I would veto that. Um, But let me tell you this. Speaking of Aaron Rodgers. Well, hold on real quick before we get into that, because that's our next topic. What you said to Washington, I heard that today, and it makes perfect sense. Their car is way better than what they have. He could he could really thrive there with those weapons they had, and they have a good defense. 
Um, I think that would elevate this team and make them maybe a playoff team next season. They were almost a playoff team this year with the with the debacle of quarterbacks that they had, and your head coach killing your chances when he put in wins. And um, you're getting a new offensive system being put in place, and so uh, I, yeah. I think that works. I think that would be perfect fit for him. Um, but speaking of Aaron Rodgers, because my next, I saw this and and I had to put it in headlines and Packers, Brian Gutz, not ready, says he's not ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. They made a big commitment to him last year. It was not just for one season. And if they were ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers, they would have told him to his face and they would have had that discussion. So they plan on bringing him back, and reports are saying that Aaron Rodgers is leaning towards coming back next season. Oh, gosh, Craig. I don't know if I can go through another year of this. Salary cap nightmare. Even if he retires, we will still owe $40 million in dead money. Like, we are in salary cap hell. We We have, like... 20 free agents. You have about $9 to spend in the offseason yeah. of free agents. They're talking about maybe getting rid of Aaron Jones or best or one of our best weapons. Like, what, what are we talking about? Um, Alan Lazard said, I'm out, which I'm fine with because you're not a number one wide receiver. No, you're, he you're, was you're basically terrible. You're basically an offensive lineman. All they talk about when Alan Lazard is, is him blocking. That's Down it. Field blocking, That's yeah. it. Um, Dak to Packers for Rodgers in a first. I might sign up for that deal. I am tired. I look and and y'all might be like Brian's a Roger hater. I'm not. I love Aaron Rodgers. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks of well, all time. Hold on, uh, but before he, you sign up for the Dak deal, his cap hit is forty seven million dollars uh, next year. So well, we're paying Aaron Rodgers fifty something a year. So I mean, it I know. Be that. But I mean, but I mean, if you trade him, then then you get the Rodgers cap hit and the Dak cap hit all together. So Um, financially, that doesn't work. Yeah, I I, I just I'm ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I'm ready to pull the bandaid off. When when Brett Favre, I think Aaron Rodgers is ready to move on from the Green Bay Packers. I I, I I don't think him and the head coach get along. They haven't. Oh, they get along. Don't give me that. They get along. I think they get along. Way better than Mike McCarthy. He got him fired intentionally. <laughs> Losing to the Cardinals. Well, what's funny? That only like, has two years left right now, but that will be that will turn into five years in a real deal because they're going to flip switches on that and kick that can down the road. There's no way they're going to be. There's no way he's going to be on the the books for forty something next year and fifty the, the in the year after that and get rid of that deal. There's no way the, the Cowboys just won't be able to afford it. So they will they will end up flipping switches and making two will turn into four or five. Now I got a real question for you. No. Mike Mike Don't even get me started. I'm Mike McCarthy. I want a real I want a real I'm gonna ask you guys a real question. I wanna I want to answer from you guys not not being a not being Packers haters or Aaron Rodgers haters. If you were a fan of the Packers would you be tired? Would you be done with Aaron Rodgers? Because I'm done. I'm at, I'm at that point where I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with his attitude. I'm done with his – They his teammates say he's the best leader they've ever had, but when he's on the field screaming at people, when he when he makes a terrible pass, I'm like, bro, that was a horrible pass, and he doesn't – it doesn't seem like he takes – it doesn't seem like he takes um, responsibility for any of the bad stuff. He just – I don't know. 
would you be would you be done with him? Ryan says no, and he thinks I'm crazy. Um, a lot of people like the fiery. They like to see quarterbacks grabbing their offensive linemen. You know, when when Brady was over there yelling at his guys in the start of the season, and and all you know, everybody, oh look at Tom taking command and 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 deal. Um, with Rodgers, I just don't think that's it. Um, I think he's lost the the passion to play the game. I think he's kind of going through the motions. I think he is on the downslope of his career. And I, I, I just – he holds the team hostage every year and goes up in the woods and, and doesn't decide for six and eight weeks on what yeah, he's going to do. We were held hostage and, last year. And that's exactly what he's going to do this season. When he, when I read today that he was going to go take some time and reevaluate his his decision, you know, that's exactly what he's going to do. He's holding the the Packers captive, and and wants to see what what you know what the drafts going to look like. What what are you going to do with with Love? Are you going to are you going to try to move on from him, or are you going to resign him? Because if you we'll resign have to. him, how are we going to resign a quarterback? We don't know who he, what he is. And that's what I'm saying, though. So, so, but Makes then no how sense. do you? But, but who's your backup next year? Some guy that you get off the cr- the scrap heap and pay seven dollars to because you don't have any room. Well, we only got nine, so seven dollars sounds good to me. <laughs> you know. So, so, um, I Look, mean, it, with, with the fi- he says Troy was fiery, and you talked no, yeah, about, and that's what I'm talk, talking about. And if, and I get if, it. You can do that when you've won championships when you've been. When you earned it. And I'm not saying, like, Rodgers has a Super Bowl. I get it. That was great. That was fantastic. That was 10, what, 11, 12 years ago. Um, And he's coming off back-to-back MVPs. This is his worst statistical season of his career. We're not talking about just one bad year. This is his worst he's ever had. And don't give me. I do not. I'm going to go off on other Packer fans, too. Don't give me that the Green Bay Packers have not given him enough talent. One bad year with no wide receivers. We have wide receivers. Rodgers misses them. They talk about it all the time when they're going through the, the game tape on, on Instagram, the Packers page. These guys will go on there and be like, this guy's wide open down the middle of the field. And what does he do? He throws a double coverage. We saw it last year in the playoffs. Devontae Adams, Lazard, wide open in the middle of the field to continue our season. What does he do? He throws it up into triple coverage, Devontae Adams. I may be spoiled as a Packer fan because Aaron Rodgers has been great. He's one of the best regular season quarterbacks of all time. Well, you went he, from you went from he, Favre to Rodgers. I mean, yes. you've never never, never seen had a bad, bad season, you know. Exactly. I mean? So, but he's not good in the playoffs, and I'm tired of I'm tired of we yeah we win our division. That's great, but that's not. I'm here for well, a Super that, Bowl. We're here that, for a long playoff run. About to get a whole lot tougher. Yes, it is, and and um. We did have, we did have the most drops in, in the NFL this year. We had thirty drops this season. It's the most in the NFL. I will give you that. Twenty twenty seven of them were Christian Watsons. I don't know what it's like. <laughs> I've gone, I've gone from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and he might be calling me spoiled, but I am just I'm tired. And and the, I never got tired of Aaron. I was talking to the wife about this today. With Brett Favre, I was mad we let him go. I'm like, what are we doing? This guy's our legend. With Aaron Rodgers, I'm like, can, is, can you just please retire? Because 
It's his attitude. It's 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 the he, I, I saw him throw a pass. He was running like he was going to run into the end zone, threw a ball two feet behind Dylan, our running back, and Dylan didn't even reach. He like kind of reached for it, but thought it was to someone else. And Aaron Rodgers is like getting mad at him. Like, dude, you that was a horrible pass. What are you doing? Like, I, I it's just his attitude. I just don't like it, man. I just don't. Here, Quincy Carter. Uh, look, Ark and all of our team, it says Jordan Love, all the team that see him, that play with him during practice, because Aaron Rodgers, don't, I mean, he's not practicing a whole lot. They say he's ready. They say he is better than some of the quarterbacks that play in the NFL today. But I just don't know what we do with Jordan Love if we bring back Aaron Rodgers because we're going to sign a guy we've never seen on the field play a full full game. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's a complete wasted draft pick, and I'm just tired of the false narrative that the, the Packers have never given him help. Let me let me let me tell you: Is this enough help, Craig? Okay, is this enough help? The the two seasons before when he was back to back MVPs, we had top ten offensive line, we had a top ten defense, and we had a top five rushing running back in the league with a number one wide receiver. And you're going to tell me that Aaron Rodgers can't win a Super Bowl with that? That is absolutely asinine. You can tell me they didn't give him enough players to play with in the beginning of his career, but you cannot tell me that he hasn't had enough players. The Giants are in, this, are in the playoffs right now with no wide receivers and Daniel Jones. And Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be this elite, elite quarterback. Where has it been? Yeah, no, yeah. And I, I'm not. An, I'm. I'm going to tell you how it is. And I'm not an, uh, an Aaron Rodgers apologist, like a lot of Green Bay Packer fans are, and they drive me insane. <clears throat> Sorry for the Green Bay rant. I had to go on it real quick. Um, any other headlines though that you want to add before we wrap it up here, Craig? Because I, I think that's pretty much about all I saw. Um, Dallas Correa's deal. Correa's deal in Minnesota is official um, with that fake physical he went through. Um, he goes for six for 200. Um, it, it, whatever. Uh, you know. It, how is this legal? How? How? how because. This is going to go said- one of two ways. He's either going to go into Minnesota and he's never going to get hurt. And San Francisco and the Mets are going to look like. Idiots for for finding and making a big deal of an injury that he had back in the minor leagues that has never caused him to miss extended periods of time and plagued him in his major league career, or he's going to go out and he's going to slide and his ankle's going to turn sideways and and he's going to miss a bunch of time and Minnesota's going to look stupid. I I don't see any other other option. Um, the Mets were going to. Their, their counter offer was to guarantee the first six years um, for 190 something million. Well, he got six years for 200 over at, at Minnesota. So, my favorite part of the whole thing is the news conference when he comes up and he's like, This is where I've always wanted to be. Look how things <laughs> happen. Oh, look at that. Minnesota's. Oh. I never wanted to leave you guys. Yeah. I, 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 you guys thought. You guys thought I wanted to go over and play with these other teams. That was just uh, – I wanted uh, to be here the whole time. See how things work out? Everything uh, happens for a reason. Yeah. God, go has a plan. Yeah. God has a plan. God has a plan. God willing, I, I went home and prayed <laughs> about it, and 
Minnesota was my number one choice, and God oh. somehow made it happen. He made these other teams make up this fake injury, and I'm home in I'm Minnesota. Home. Oh. Get the hell out of here, Carlos. That yeah, what a joke. I hope you blow your knee out, bro. Uh, you can't even cheat, right? Uh, yeah, Minnesota's my home of homes. I, I've never wanted to leave here. All right, Carlos, have a good time with that. Oh, um, go lose the Twins. They're not yeah, going anywhere go, anytime go soon. Never, go never do it again. I text my dad. I'm like, well, can I find a new home in Minnesota? He's like, no, nah, I vetoed that because that Tiger's got to deal with him all the time. <laughs> Get him out of my division. Uh, so it, it, it's – I don't know how it's legal, but they made it legal, and, and we'll see how it turns out. Ryan, this is the, the – the, he asked this final last question here before we bounce. Will Mike McCarthy be fired if the Cowboys lose in the first round? And we, we hit on this a little bit on Tuesday. Me and you, I both think we said it, the only way Mike McCarthy gets fired on Monday with a loss is if they come out and play like they did against Washington. Yes, 110%. If they, if they if come they don't out show up. And, and they don't show up, they, they look like TCU out there. And they, let, uh, and, they let, and they let Tom Brady and the anemic Bucks score 30 on them and, and – they put up seven and and just get blown out of the building and never are in the game. And the offense looks anemic and the defense can't cover anybody. And they just look like they didn't didn't want to be there and didn't deserve to be there. Then yes, a hundred percent. Other than that, uh, no. Yeah, if if you lose to Tom Brady because you give the ball back to him with a minute and thirty and he drives down the field and, and wins with a game winning field goal, that's just what Tom Brady does. I just don't see it. He's twelve and five. I think if you were to fire McCarthy after twelve and five, I think it would be a dumb move. Now, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest um, McCarthy fan. I don't. I think McCarthy's getting a free ride, um, but um, we'll see. Yeah. I, um, oh, um, he said even if Dan Quinn's about to leave the building and. I'm not think, convinced. I'm not convinced Quinn's leaving. I think he is, because we talked about this too on Tuesday. Just because, how many times is a guy going to be offered a head coaching job and turn it down to be a to be a defensive coordinator? Now he may because Jerry Jones can throw the bag of money at him, like he did before he left last time. But this Denver Denver job is open again. Um, they've they've called about him, and you, and you might lose your offensive coordinator. Um, which I think a lot of Cowboy fans might want want to be gone, but <laughs> but uh, Greg's like, I'll help pack his bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me. Hey, can you miss the playoff game? I think they called today. <laughs> but um, I think McCarthy's there next year. I don't think you can fire him at twelve and five. And and Dan Quinn, if he if Honestly, it's going to come down to if he really has a desire to be a head coach, and I think he does. I think he'll be gone this after this season. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Ryan wants Cliff Kingsbury. He said, "Bye, Cliff. I want Cliff, uh, Cliff um, over here." So I don't know. He could he couldn't win in college with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know what he can do in the NFL. As offensive coordinator, but I don't know. I'm just gonna pretend I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, yeah. As OC, not not as head coach, but as I, I don't, I don't want. I don't, I don't know if that's any anywhere in the building. 
Oh, I don't want him man. as an advisor to anybody. Uh, no. I'm a little late on that one. Um, he says, not great as head coach, but great as an OC. But All right, well, that is your episode. We ran a little bit long tonight, but that's, that's okay. Um, thank you, Ryan, for stopping in and adding to the show and commenting. Guys, you can do the same if you go to YouTube on the Outspoken Network. Find our live thread and come comment away on our playoff predictions. We're going to post this podcast up on um, every podcast platform there is available pretty much. And you can find us here. We're going to be with you back on Tuesday to go over these playoff games. Um, any interesting upsets or anything that great goes down, any headlines, anything that breaks in between here or there. And we're, we're excited for the, the playoff football. Um it is that time, Craig, though, for what's in your locker, brother? Uh, not much. Uh, I actually have a weekend off, so it will be watching football and um, not doing much of anything. Um, so probably take the, the youngster driving um, and, and get him – being road ready and and uh, that uh, that sounds that sounds fantastic and yeah not leaving the couch and, uh, so uh, we'll be ready for that and see if these games can play out unfortunately I got to miss Monday's game because I bowl I knew when I saw the schedule that that um, they were going to put that game on Monday night. I knew. I said, I said the only way that they're not on Monday is if Aaron Rodgers makes the playoffs, and, and maybe maybe his game is on Monday night. You know, but but they're going to put Tom and and the Jerry and, and the high profile. I knew that game was going to be Monday night, so I'll have to watch it from the bowling alley uh, on Monday night. But um, yeah, we're just ready. We're ready for the the weekend and just relax and and enjoy the couch. Well, that sounds great. Um, sometimes you need those weekends where you don't do absolutely anything. Um, we've been traveling back and forth to Mineola the last two weekends in a row. Um, it's about a two-and-a-half-hour drive this weekend. Um, tomorrow I got paintball, going paintballing, um, which will be fun. And other than that, other than that, I ain't got nothing. I got paintball tomorrow. I got work tomorrow, then I got paintball, and then I got uh, church on Sunday, but that's about it. Uh, other than that, it's going to be playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Um, last year, uh, <laughs> Ryan says, please don't let the boys lose on my birthday for the second year in a row. They lost last year on his birthday, in the, and, the, and he's hoping they don't lose again on his birthday. That would be kind of funny and ironic. Better blow out some candles early and make a wish. Yeah. Yeah, you better, yeah, do it before 7.15 Monday. But um, other than that, that's about all I got for you guys, all we have for you here on the Outspoken Network. Um, God bless and remember. Keep it outspoken.